This is a podcast from Rover. Put me in a rave grave. And bury me at the club. All the best bits from George Drive, 3 till 7pm weekdays. Plus behind the scenes, extra long form chats, and all the random looseness we weren't allowed to air. Welcome to the Big Dance. This is the Sin and Brook podcast. We're very excited because we could probably say this now, you've hit international spec. We've got royalty on the phone with us. As EFM. (laughs) Yo, yo. Oh my God. Oi, happy, happy release day for starters. How cool is this? Oh, it's it's pretty surreal, eh? Like, I, I still can't really like get over it, but it's 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 been so sick. It's been a bit of a journey, hey. I've been really enjoying your little um, Instagram posts and your stories, kind of just I don't know, like letting your heart out and, and showing how much this means to you and how passionate you are for this genre and and how the kind of the story goes of Azzy FM. Now, for those of you that haven't seen it, give us a quick little rundown. Six years ago, right? Yeah, six years ago, I bought my first pair of decks. And um, yeah, just fell in love with drum and bass, and then just started mixing at first really horrible drum and bass. <laughs> well, in my opinion, horrible drum and bass, screechy <laughs> jump up, Mackie G, Steve, and then just like slowly just started going to gigs and going, wow, there's actually there's a bit, there's a bit more to it than just you know like getting wasted and just trying to dance as fast as possible. <laughs> and um, yeah, then just found myself a wee door, and then started producing, and then yeah. It was, pretty much it really like just went from there did you grow up in uh, Rangiora by any chance I, I did I you, did told you are you into free boosting Cephys were you in the car scene mate <laughs> car springs I was never into the cars eh like all my mates were just like it just didn't it didn't appeal what were you drum and bass till death yeah pretty much eh <laughs> no I, I grew up in like just out of Rangiora and Waikuku so I was like always surfing and then I just ended up finding drum and bass and I just didn't surf because I was just always hung over <laughs> oh yeah, how hard is paddling out the back when you're bloody dusty? Oh yeah, no bro, <laughs> yeah, shuck it. It's so bad. Have you ever been on a surfboard, boy? Yeah, when I lived at Fonger, I got pissed every night. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Are you all right, bro? Yes. Do you need some water? No, I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want a little... No, I think I'm allergic to peanuts. I've just been chowing down on these peanut M&Ms. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, did you get quite a bit of like guidance and feedback from uh, Jeremy from the Upbeats? Was he kind of helping you out a bit there? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I reached out to him, oh, it would have been like a year and a half ago, and just sent a message to the like Facebook page. Didn't even think he'd like that listen. And he listened and he really liked what I was like, what I showed him. And then just, yeah, ever since then, I just sent him a tune and get some feedback from him and like sort of ask him, you know, oh, where should I send this tune or what should I do with this? And then, yeah, end up getting um, a few emails from that and making a few things happen, which was sick. Pretty cool that he was like, yo, this is uh, this, this is Azzy or this is Aiden to Jack Workforce. I mean, like, was that just like, what? I'm speaking with yeah. Workforce? <laughs> Yeah, I remember I got the email and I just stared at it for a bit and I was just like, oh my God, like, do I even want to send the music? Like, he's just, like I'm just like, shit, he's just going to like tear me apart, eh? but it ended up, you know, working out pretty good. So you've dropped a little bit of an EP on a Jack Workforce's label. Um, th- so you've got four tracks on there, mate. Yeah, and we just, we dropped them out slowly and then now today everything's all out. So yeah, it's been so cool just to watch it sort of like slowly happen and then now it's like bang like everything's out there seeing it all on spotify like finally like it was like only up until like a couple of weeks ago when like 
you know, the second one came out and I was like, all right, you know, this is, this is actually happening. Like yeah. <laughs> I was still had that kind of like doubt. Oh, it's not going to happen. Like no way, but yeah, it's, it's out there. So. I think something that we could really be so grateful when it comes to your music is how different it is and, and how you've, you've made drum and bass that makes you remember, oh, drum and bass can be pretty. It can be emotive. Like you've got, instruments in there this take it back you've got horns in there which is basically the lead of yeah. the whole song and then you've got these jungle drums which just feel so beefy but still so like pretty like how yeah. did you find inspiration for this track in particular because i feel like i've never heard anything like it before i don't know like it's a, it's a bit of everything like i i kind of when i do make a song I, I try to sit down and i'll i'll listen to like my like 70s soul and funk and listen to all the stuff that sort of like like inspired the hip hop producers, like, you know, RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan and like Mad Lib and stuff and like all that stuff really inspires me. So then I just try to like take something they've done and flip it my way and then also try to get that old school drum bass influence as well. And just, mm. I don't know, I've just always strived like when I'm in the studio to do something different because, you know, everyone's sort of lately been doing the same thing and like mm. I feel like, you know, it's paid off in a sense. Yeah, which is sometimes quite scary because it's like there is a um, a mechanic that's working right now, obviously, with that dance floor drum and bass sound. So it's like, do you follow it and jump on that train or do you do what you've done, Azzy, and just like completely go the opposite direction and and hope that it works out? And this one really has for you. I mean, you even got a UKF yeah. write-up and this is pretty iconic in itself. When you get a UKF write-up that says, that like starts with, who the hell is Azzy FM, you know that you have made it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That yeah, must have it's, been it's, such a it's buzz. Been crazy support from UKF, like they've just been like so helpful that kind of thing. And I think that's kind of the, the other thing with like New Zealand, like the whole UKF thing has kind of like popped it up a little bit more mm. because like, if, if it had just been a like you know release of Must Make and it hadn't had the UKF stuff, it probably wouldn't have got its traction. And like that's probably the whole like New Zealand feeling like you know you've got to make it yeah. you know, elsewhere for it to be for it to be big here. But like it, it's still been so crazy being on that with the different music like that's the thing i'm kind of taking about the most like if you listen to most uk stuff it's like you know the, the dance floor and the and the popular stuff and then it's like you know i guess it kind of shows you can still do it with the different hell yeah brother hell bloody yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you reckon uh the ukf stuff is like an amazing kind of gateway to the northern hemisphere drum and bass scene mm. it's like um so all of a sudden you you're in the eyes of like a lot of different people and it's it's making that what could seem like an impossible feat um you know reachable yeah 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 for sure like that, that's that's the craziest thing like you see all the comments and stuff and like it's just from like complete randoms you have no idea and half of them are just crazy nonsense come to brazil come to argentina yeah but like it's still just like so sick like all these people that wouldn't have heard it because they just obviously don't know who I am or maybe wouldn't know, you know, Jack's even doing a label. They get to hear it anyway and just like, yeah, it does open that gateway for sure. Mm. Oh, we're so proud of you and it must be such a buzz. Like release day, especially when you're putting out a four-track EP that you've worked so long on. It must feel like Christmas for you today. What are you up to? Are you celebrating? Where's your beer? Yeah, (laughs) I don't have a beer on me now, but I'm definitely going to be celebrating. We're going to do a little, little wee party tonight, you know, might, might get the champers out ones and see how we go. Hey. Get those um, get those Rangiora boys around. A few du- burnouts in the driveway, mate. What after way? Oh, fabulous stuff. We're gonna um, jump into the mix. You you've put together a bit of a cheeky mini mix for us, mate. 
I have, I have, yeah. What can we expect? I suppose it's like the production is a bit different. I, I do me and because that's been working and we'll just see what happens. Well, good on you. I think that's a really great message to young producers out there. Like, stick to your guns. Um, you know, you're going to really succeed in this game if you stick to your guns and just do what feels right. And, and if you love your music truly, then the world will love it too, right? Yeah, 100%. As FM, everybody. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Sin and Brook podcast. Catch George Drive with Sin and Brook 3 till 7 p.m. weekdays on George FM. George.